What's your story? Like if you had, uh, if you were to meet somebody in an elevator, although we don't get in elevators anymore, uh, really, at least not with, <laughs> not with anybody we don't know, right? Got a social distance. But if you were to get in an elevator, meet somebody wherever, you were having dinner with some new neighbors or friends, and they were asking, or even a, a new customer, or potential customer, and they were to ask you, what's your story? What is it? Like, what would you tell them? What would d- describe the journey you've been on that's led you to this point in whatever you're creating, whatever decisions you've made, whatever moves you're making in your life personally and professionally? And the reason this is on my mind is because we just hired a, uh, a, a publicist, a publicity firm, a PR firm. And uh, we're doing this to coincide with our, uh, well, with a lot of things, which I'll explain in this episode. But they, and we, we interviewed several PR firms, several publicists, and they all wanted to know, what's your story? So it really got me thinking about this. And I wanted to, I wanted to get you thinking about it as well. So that's what we're going to talk about, your story and why that's important and how you know what it is in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching executives impacting their results and uh, I love what I do. And just about six months ago, I don't even, February of this year, um, I departed from the firm that I'd worked for for the better part of a decade, traveling the world and, uh, and working with some of, the, some of the world's largest companies and uh, on transformational projects dealing with their culture. How do you accelerate results by getting people aligned and getting them getting them clarity and alignment around how they need to think and act. Do they need to lean into risk? Do they need to speak up? Do they need to collaborate more? Do we need to function as one team? Do they need to take accountability? Do they need to take accountability for results and, and uh, minimize the amount of time they spend at the excuse trap? All those things. What, what, what are the things that you need people on your team to do? That's what we worked with these executives on around the world And uh, this podcast has been a place where I've shared my observations, learnings, thoughts in a real raw format. And it's not everybody's cup of tea or soup or whatever the crap you're eating (laughs) or drinking today, but that doesn't really matter. So if you find value, awesome. And uh, hopefully you'll keep listening. You'll tell somebody else about it. If you don't find any value, then... um, then why are you still listening? Like you're hit next, hit delete, you know? Anyway, (laughs) um, hey, I wanted to share an experience that I'm having and and, uh, I've been a little bit light on the episodes lately. You all, everything is crashing at once and that's a really good thing in most regards. I mean, we got a couple things going on personally. COVID-19 finally hit our house I don't say that as a good thing. We survived a year and a half without it entering our walls, or at least none of us getting it. But um, my son came home from his church mission, and uh, he was gone for two years. Many of you who've been listening for a long time know what a massive um, part of our lives that's been for the last couple of years. He came home. My daughter left for college. She came home. Um, we kind of surprised, well, we didn't kind of, we surprised our oldest by having our daughter come home as well. And she brought, she, she, we, we surprised everybody in our family, my wife and I, by flying our daughter home from college 
um, this, the same week that our son came home from his church mission. She surprised all of us by bringing from college town COVID-19. At least we think she did. She might not have brought it. And then uh, anyway, so we've got that going. We Our house got damaged in uh, in some crazy summer storms, a monsoon out here in the Arizona desert, like water coming in. If, you, if you've never seen a waterfall in the middle of somebody's house and you think that adds value to the property, then we really need to show you our house, walk you through it and have you make us an offer because we've had waterfalls. And uh, and so we've got that going. So, I mean, you, every, we all got stuff going, right? And things in our personal life and and um, so we're managing all of that and at the same time that's happening we're launching this book that's the best book I've I've been a part of it's uh, I'm, I'm finally I understand now why people say your first book is your worst and hopefully decide to lead wasn't my well even if it was my worst hopefully it was a, a good worst <laughs> if that makes any sense um, and uh, and so th- this one that we've written, The Great Resignation, Why Millions Are Leaving Their Jobs and Who Will Win the Battle for Talent, hopefully this book um, will, uh, will, will help a lot of people. And uh, Jared Jones, my co-author and a co-founder of our firm, Lone Rock Consulting Firm, he, uh, he, he and I wrote this together and we're super excited about it. Anyway, so we've hired, we've hired you all more than we don't, we don't have any full-time employees besides the two of us, and I don't want any. Like, I, I, I just want to wait as long as humanly possible to not have full-time employees because I just am not a believer in a salary. I don't have one, and I love it. And I've nev- I, I haven't had one for years. Um, the, you know, when I was at the firm that I used to work at, they gave us a, a base salary, and it was laughable. And and I loved that because it was, you had tons of upside potential, and you, you ate what you killed, right, so to speak, in a crude way, and I just thrived in that environment. It scared the crap out of me when I first went to that, that compensation model, but then I realized, oh, the people who are hungry, who want to win, who uh, who are not afraid of working hard, they're, they're going to thrive in this model. And then the firm started recruiting more people as they tried to scale, and they doubled our base salary, and it was the worst thing that could have happened. I hated it. I didn't want it. So they limited our upside potential. They made it a lot harder to earn commission and and bonuses and incentives, and they uh, and they and they increased the uh, the base salary, which for most people at most companies would love that. Like you're just gonna give me more money? Like you're gonna double my base salary? That all I have to do is work here, show up, and you're gonna and you're gonna give me that? And I hated it. Oh, I despised it. My my hardest working colleagues who were successful as well hated it. And I think they've changed it since. I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm not there anymore. But um, so I don't want any full time employees. I don't want a salary. I think I think Naval Ravikant is right that the two worst addictions, the two things that humans get addicted to the most, the easiest are heroin. I don't know about that, but I'm going to trust him. Heroin and a salary, a base salary. I think that's totally true. Why should I pay you just to come here every day? I don't get that. No, I'm going to pay you for. And I understand, you know, retail, uh, manufacturing, restaurants, a lot of different industries, your industry, perhaps you've got to do that at least to some degree. And I'm not going to go off on this forever because I've done other episodes on pay for performance. I'm just a huge believer in it. And uh, and so we, we've hired nearly a dozen, maybe even over a dozen now, but they're all gig economy people like help us with that. We'll pay you for that. Um, we'll hire you for this. But. We want you to work for other people as well, and we want you to do other stuff. And 
if and and we'll give you more. You can make you can make two three times what we're paying you, if you if you can um, if you can be uh, effective. If you can if you can bring value, right? So, you know, we've been adding all these things, and um, and so it's just been crazy in a really good way. Um, okay, let's talk about this PR firm, this publicist that we hired, and I am so jacked about them. More to come on that. But the job of this this company that we found in Florida is to and we interviewed several, one in New York, one in Florida, some others, and some of them were super impressive and we were willing to pay quite a bit um, for a good company. We ended up finding we ended up going with a startup scrappy company and uh, we had a call with them today and I just am so convinced we hired the right company and the right people um, to match us. I, I, I'll prefer startup scrappy over big and impressive um, any day. Um, or or big and established, right? That, that's what I prefer. I want hungry people who are in the trenches who who um, who want to be paid for performance. Anyway, we had an interview with them, and they're talking all about our story, right? Their job is to go get us on television, get us on podcast interviews, get us uh, written up in everything from the Harvard Business Review to Wall Street Journal to whatever. Um, and their job is to bring attention and help us reach more leaders so that we can, uh, we can, we can increase exposure of what we're doing and we're hiring them a few weeks ahead. We're hiring this PR firm and these publicists a few weeks ahead of, uh, launching our book and this new product that we have, which is this online collaborative experience that we're going to allow a few hundred leaders into at a time more to come on that. I'll give you guys, all of you listen to the podcast. I'll give you the, the earliest notification of that. And we are just a few weeks away from, from launching that. It's going to be incredible. Think 30 day fitness challenge, but for leaders, like in 30 days, what we're going to give to you is insane. And, uh, and, and if you invest the time and energy and it's not a, it's not a ton, but it is some time and some energy, um, each week, if you invest it as one of the limited number, I think we're going to cap it at 250 people a month that will allow into this. These are entrepreneurs, business owners, they're senior executives or mid-level managers, they're supervisors. We're hoping that, you know, two, three, five, 15 people at companies will go through it at a time until we reach our limit of 250 or whatever we're gonna set it at each month. And then, and uh, and then you know, people that will get on the waiting list for the next one. We'll see how it starts off. I think we're gonna be pretty strong, um, but we'll see. Anyway, um, so we're, we're trying to get attention as we're, we're getting ready to launch these these products. So they ask us, the publicity firm, the publicists say, hey, what's your story? And it's gotten me thinking as we've had to tell them, well, here's who we are and here's what we do. And this is what we're the best in the world at. And this is what we're passionate at uh, about. And this is who we serve. And this is how we serve them. And this is the problem that they're having that we address. And this is our unique solution. And this is what we're bringing to the table that others aren't. And this is the experience we've gained over the years. And and that, have, that and these are the decisions we've made that have led us to this particular moment and this particular place and doing this particular thing. And I, I love them asking us these questions in our in our meetings with these with these publicists and PR firms. And it got me thinking about you, wherever you are, whatever you do for a living. Like, have you defined, do you have that elevator speech? No, 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 not about the company. Not about who you're employed by. Not about who you work for or what company you own. That's part of it, right? For sure. But I'm talking about you, like your story. Like, why, why are you doing what you're doing now? What fulfillment do you get out of it? 
And I know it's to make money and to earn an income. And that's part of it. Russell Brunson talks about this. And I, I was watching a video from him last night, dug into an hour and a half video that he recorded that I just needed to watch again to make sure because he's so brilliant on building businesses and scaling and the digital impact, um, uh, the, the way that digital, online, virtual can impact businesses. And so I wanted to go back. I'm like, man, I need to go back and listen to Russell Brunson, what he says about this. And I was watching this video of him la late last night, and he's talking about external and internal rewards, meaning the reason I, and he goes, people don't, they, they want you to acknowledge your external reward, but they really care about and where they, they, you build rapport with the potential customer and the customer is on the internal reward. So let me explain. So as part of your story, well, why are you doing what you're doing? Well, the external reward is it's bringing me money. It's helping me earn an income. It's allowing me to have, um, it, it, it's, I'm making more money than I've ever made or whatever, whatever the story is. That's the external reward, right? The fame, the fortune, the income, all that. And it sounds vain, but it it's the external thing that you're working. It's why you're working so hard to make X amount of money or build this equity or build the whatever it is. And so you need to know what that is, right? And it's pretty obvious for most of us. And But the internal reward's even more important. And that's what people really care about. Like for me, the internal reward of what I'm doing and why I do what I do is because it, there, there are a couple of things. The internal one is I get massive fulfillment watching leaders discover more effective ways to lead other people, which then in turn allow them to accelerate achieving their results. Like they realize, oh, crud, that's the missing piece. That's something I ought to be doing that would help me lead this team in a more effective way and make those people want to work for me more or increase their output and rally our team and cause us to be aligned and get and eliminate or reduce the amount of excuses or blame or to the toxic aspects of our culture. When I I'm doing that and helping a leader with that and it, it, it's massively rewarding for me internally and doing that for them allows me to be able to live the life that I wanna live. The more I'm able to do that, the more I'm able to have the lifestyle I want which allows me to spend more time with my family to be able to give them experiences and go places and and have peace of mind and not worry about next month's mortgage payment or paying for college for two kids at once right now and yada 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 right so that's part of your story and i just i just wanted you to it's been really good to have this outside firm asking us all these questions and i would ask the same questions of you and have you think about well what 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 are you better than anybody else at doing and What's the problem you're serving or solving? And and who are you solving that for? And how are you different than uh, everybody else who's in your industry solving that? It's interesting. We were talking to who were we talking about? Oh, we were talking with a publicist. It's, again, it was another firm. And uh, this gal asked this question on a, on a Zoom call we had with her. It was so impressive. We were telling her, hey, we wrote this book on the Great Resignation. And she, like, immediately, New, New Yorker, started pushing back on us, like, well, yeah, there's a lot out on the Great Resignation. What, what are you saying that's different? And, and at first, I was like, what the crap, man? Like, why are you hitting me with that question that, and that attitude? Like, we're trying to hire you, and you're coming at me with that New York attitude? And then after I got over 10 seconds of defensiveness on, on that, I thought, no, 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 Russ, you would pay her to ask you those questions. That's the right question because she's helping you refine your message. 
How is what you're putting out about the great resignation and all the movement in the job market and the tightening of the labor market, how is that, how are you saying anything different? And so Jared and I responded to that with two things. Well, we, we do two things in, in our book and with our content around the great resignation. Number one is we, we identify the cause. What's causing the significant historic movement in the job market right now to where companies cannot even find enough people to do what they need them to do? What's happening? What has happened? Why are 4 million people a month quitting their jobs when it's never been anywhere near that high of a number, right? So what's the cause? That's number one. We get to the cause uh, and we identify the causes of the great resignation, the significant movement in the job market. And number two, we, com- we, we offer solutions. What can leaders do to win the battle for talent right now? Attract and retain the best talent right now. We offer them five suggestions, five ways to adapt based on the data and based on our experience coaching executives at the, some of the world's biggest companies. So we said that to her and she's like, dang, that's good. And I thought, well, that's a really good question. So I'd pose the thing, same thing to you. How is what you're saying or you're doing or the solutions or products or services you're offering, how are they different than what everybody else is offering? And you just kind of go, you go through and you, 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 you think through all these things and it really helps you be able to articulate. I think clarity on these things is so important. It helps us make decisions. It helps us pressure test what we're doing where we're at in our career, what we've got planned for the next 12, 24, 36 months, decisions we need to make, and uh, just gives us clarity on that and helps us with the, the story that we're giving to customers of why they should come to us or how what we're offering is different. And um, and I just think a lot of people, including myself, haven't spent enough time on that story, and we, 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 sh- we should revisit it and sharpen it. Anyway, so that's what's on my mind on this particular, at this particular moment. I hope you're all healthy. Um, Speaking of COVID-19 hitting our house, um, I'm sure it's either hit yours or family members or loved ones or neighbors or colleagues or employees or whomever. And I I hope wherever you're at that you're navigating all of this craziness, this pandemic that just won't go away. Um, I hope you're navigating it in a way that's uh, keeping you physically and emotionally um, healthy, mentally healthy. I hope you're doing well. And I hope that, um, I hope that, um, that you're happy as well. And, um, if you haven't listened to the the podcast episode, um, a couple back, or maybe it was the very last one that I did about happiness with Naval Ravikant, I'd go back and listen to that. I thought, I thought he nailed it on, on, uh, on happiness. So anyway, um, forgive, forgive the, uh, the kind of trickle of episodes over these last few weeks. I am absolutely committed to getting back on track to a week, but um, getting this book out, these are all excuses, you all. Getting these books out, hiring four companies to work for us, with us, these this, this dozen employees or so, contracted employees, um, gig employees, if you will, has just been kicking our butts. So um, those are all excuses, though. Um, and I cannot wait to uncover, pull the curtain back on what we've been building in the background it's um, it's so stinking exciting. All right, so more to come in the days ahead. You're gonna love it. I think a lot of you are gonna wanna participate and you'll find value in it or you'll know people who wanna participate. Even if you don't, um, it'll be fun for you to hear what we're doing um, and, uh, and how it's gonna help us serve more people, more leaders who are trying to deliver results. Okay, that's it. Thanks everybody, hope you're doing well. Talk to you soon.